Christmas morning. You know what I love about Christmas? Um, my favorite thing to think about on this day, you know, to me, Christmas is is really the most hopeful day of the year. For thousands of years, God had set out in this world um, to redeem us. He had placed a man and woman on the earth and, and set things up in a certain way. And of course, what happened? They destroyed it in the Garden of Eden. They broke that trust and that communion with God. And pretty much out of the gate, we, we did that. And uh, it didn't surprise him, though. He immediately went, around, went about you know, resolving the problems that we created. His, his plan's first phase involved him saving us from ourselves time and time again. And then he decided to give us a law to live by, whereby we could earn the love that he was already freely giving us. But, but why a law? I guess sometimes you kind of want to ask, well, <laughs> under the broken world that we created for ourselves, um, that was the paradigm that made sense to us. That's how we treat each other. Think about it. I mean, most of us treat each other as, you know, if I'm going to love you, you've got to earn it. That's how we do it now. And so God played our game and he gave us a law to earn his love. But of course, that didn't work out. In 1,500 people, 1,500 years of people trying to do that, no one was able to pull it off. It proved that we needed a different system. And so he uh, set about creating a different system. And as we close the book of Malachi, 400 years of silent nights occurred where nobody heard from God. And it would have seemed like God was gone, but um, you can hear silent nights probably playing in the background. It's a beautiful song, but the story behind that song comes um, beautifully written from an article that I'm going to read from briefly and I've linked it in the show notes, but um, it was 202 years ago, essentially, when Silent Night was first heard by Austrian villagers attending a Christmas Eve mass at St. Nicholas Church in um, Oberndorf. And um, how did this simple medley with, with words of comfort become such a beloved hymn throughout the world? Um, it's a song about a calm, bright, silent night and the wonder of a tender and mild newborn child. Words written in 1816 by a young priest in Austria named Joseph Moore. And the priest went for a walk, as the story goes, and, and he noticed how calm and quiet it was uh, in, in this winter-laden town. And, and he was inspired. The town was at peace. It was, and it was actually Christmas Eve in 1818 when the now famous carol was first performed in public. Uh, Joseph Moore, the young priest um, who, who wrote the lyrics, played guitar and sang along with Franz Gruber, who was the choir director um, who had actually written the melody. And um, an organ builder and repairman working at the church actually actually took a copy of the six-verse song uh, home to his village. And there it was picked up and spread by two families uh, of, of traveling folk singers, which is kind of funny. And they performed it all around Northern Europe. And in 1834, the Strasser family performed it for the King of Prussia. In 1839, the Rainer family of singers debuted the carol outside the Trinity Church in New York City. The composition evolved and it was translated over 300 languages with different arrangements and, and various voices and ensembles, but it was sung in churches and town squares and it was even sung in the battlefield. I thought this was really cool. In, in the battlefield in World War I during a temporary truce on Christmas Eve. 
The soldier sang carols from home, Silent Night, in 1914, known around the world. It was sung simultaneously in French, German, and English. The irony of this whole story to me really is twofold. Um, first, it's during those first 400 years of silence between the end of Malachi and the opening of the New Testament. That's, that's a period that we call the, a silent time. But it was far from that. God was preparing the world. He was weaving together con the conditions needed for the message of, message of Jesus to spread the way he was going to put it in the world. He created a common language um, through a set of circumstances I won't go into here, but it's amazing. He, he created a language called Koine Greek that was, that was needed in order for all of these different peoples to communicate. So now there was a common language and he needed a world of peace where war was mostly stopped. This was a time of Pax Romana and, and the world was mostly quiet and, and rid of, of major wars. Um, the Roman Empire was, was controlling and everything just kind of chilled out for a minute. And, and then he had to get that civilization into a place where everyone wasn't living necessarily hand to mouth so much. There was some time to spend thinking and living life. This was an age when philosophy was in its infancy. The stage was really being set. Those silent nights for 400 years was really God was just working in the background. They just didn't see it. And secondly, the way the story about Silent Night and the way it spread, I think is a perfect picture um, or, or is almost an irony to me is that it, 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 it resembles exactly how Jesus's story should be spread. We call it the gospel. And that, that's what that's our word. But in Greek, that actually literally means the good news. And that's exactly what it was. It was um, and, and that's exactly what it is. Um, it is the good news of God coming and redeeming the world. Um, he's given us that redemption. He's given us that saving, uh, that saving grace. And all we have to do is accept it. It's a gift of restoration of a relationship with him uh, because Jesus paid the punishment for our sin that we all, that we all do. And it seems strange, but it's an elegant solution. Um, we destroyed the world and instead of letting it go up in flames, God saved it. And if God can save the world, if God has saved the world, then what are we worried about? The coronavirus? Come on. Um, it, it's kind of funny in a way to think about the fact that we would worry about anything. The reality is that we live in the here and now and, and problems do exist and that's fine. Um, but on this day, on Christmas, we can be reminded that God has always had a plan to love us. He's always loved us. He always will love us. And no matter how crappy the moment might be or how bad the day, the week, the year, or even an entire season of life, God is there. He will hold us in his hand as he always has. All we have to do is trust that that has always been true for thousands of years and always will be true. He is orchestrating that redemption in our lives, each one of us, and that isn't going to change. So it's Christmas. It's a season of hope. I hope you have a Merry Christmas and um, look forward to the new year when we turn the page on 2020.